Walkcast is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and that's all powered by ATB. For more information, check out albertapodcastnetwork.com. Hey guys, this is Walkcast. I'm Tim Querengesser. We all know walking in winter can suck, but what's it like when you're, say, new to winter? Turns out it can be pretty scary. So I was walking through a parking lot that was not cleared of snow and ice at all. That's Giselle General. She immigrated to Edmonton a few years ago from the Philippines, and she walks in Edmonton, which means, well, winter. But it also means some things you might not have thought of. And there wasn't any sidewalk, so I I had no choice but to walk through that parking lot. It was my first winter, so I didn't know the proper techniques of walking through snow. So there's Giselle standing in the parking lot. It's winter. She's got somewhere to be. So she takes a few steps. I slip and fell uh, and hit my head first, and that's when I learned this concept called whiplash. And what's even more interesting is how people's negative views of winter in Edmonton, or take any other Canadian city, have created some of her challenges. When she got here, people just said how bad winter was, that you need a car. Nobody told her how to walk in winter. First impressions matter. So um, if you're talking to an immigrant, don't warn them about winter. Like you can, uh, you can tell them that it can be challenging or whatever, but not like a completely negative tone or perhaps even useful tips because that's all I hear. I hear the complaints, but not the tips. So the first winter in Edmonton, I, I learned the hard way how um, very quickly your fingers and feet get uh, frozen. Another one that I had to learn the hard way is the, the penguin walk, as they say. I think I learned that on my third year here, where you can shift your body a certain way so that you have the less likelihood of slipping. I, so that is something I had to learn the hard way. And then I fell face first, unfortunately. What saved me is my significantly thick winter hat, so it actually hit my uh, my forehead, but my hat cushioned my head, so I didn't break my nose or anything. And I was okay until I woke up the next day and my head and neck were hurting really badly. And my relatives were really worried, so I went to the clinic at the U of A. And that's when the doctor explained to me that I had whiplash. And just with painkillers for a few days, I should be okay. And if anything is worse, I could just go back. But nothing's broken, so all is good. But that really shaped how I view uh, navigating the city that has a very long winter. If snow, clear, snow and ice clearing is inconsistent in different places from parking lots, um, sidewalks, um, different kinds of streets, it's really kind of scary when it comes to safety you know let's say when you're walking in front of a few uh, the sidewalks that are supposed to be cleared by residents uh, the way they're cleared can be quite inconsistent so I would have maybe a few houses that is very well cleared because these neighbors are thoughtful or whatever and then for whatever reason maybe there are a few houses where that sidewalk is just a sheet of ice and that would be very terrifying to walk through I experience that almost every day in my commute. So I, th- but I still have to go through it because that is my work commute. But I think what would make me feel more comfortable since we have very, fairly long winters is 
feeling safe and secure that no matter which pathway I choose or whichever road I have to cross, that I will not have to be worried about slipping and um, getting injured. Walking in winter can be tough. So what is it like if you can't walk? Well, winter sucks. That's Bean Gill. Bean posted a video to Instagram recently that showed how curb cut designs and snow clearing practices limit her ability to move about her city. So my name is Bean Gill and I'm the executive director of Ryu Paralysis Recovery Center. Basically it's a gym for people with neurologic conditions where we retrain the nervous system using exercise. I posted that video because I was very frustrated and just had reached my limit of tolerance. I've been paralyzed for six and a half years so that's six winters I've gone through and it's the same problem year after year after year and I'm just sick of it. One of the biggest ones is snow removal. Yeah, or lack of snow removal is the biggest hurdle. Not just for people in wheelchairs, people using strollers, walkers, anybody with any kind of mobility issue. Um, snow removal is horrendous in the city. And that's kind of, it surprises me because Edmonton has always been a winter city. So why aren't we the best at this? So a few years ago, I went to yoga and I parked my car, got out of my car, got my yoga mat out of my trunk, closed my trunk and got stuck. Uh, the snow had not been cleared out of the parking lot um, and there was ice underneath the snow and so my tires were just spinning and so I had to, and there was nobody outside for me to wave down or call for help and so I had to call the business that I was going to and they had to come out and help me. And I mean, that is an option and I'm glad that they did help me and I'm glad I had the courage to call and ask for help, but a lot of people don't. And even in my first years of being paralyzed, I probably would have just sat there and cried and forced my way back to my car and gone home. Number one, I would rip out every single curb in the city. Every single curb would be gone. I don't see the need for curbs. There's many other cities in the world that have roads with a sidewalk right next to it where people know, stay on the sidewalk and you won't get hit by a car. We have lots of, Edmonton loves their curbs and they love their stairs in this city and that really annoys me, right? Because as an able-bodied person, when you're walking around, you don't really notice the slope of the sidewalk, you don't notice how steep the curb cut is, right? But when you're in a wheelchair and say you have limited hand mobility, but you're in a manual chair, how are you gonna push yourself up that steep ramp? And when it's covered in snow and ice, how are you even gonna get to the cut, curb cut out? You know, I've been driving around and looking at every single intersection, it's impossible to try to cross a street in the city. And I have a lot of clients who get stuck crossing the street, you know, and it's just, it's embarrassing, you feel, insecure and you feel vulnerable and like you need help right and it's not a good feeling to have and all you want is independence number two i think i would uh, apply better rules for snow removal and actually enforce them right we have a lot of rules and regulations but they're not enforced at all until somebody complains over and over and over again then something gets done but 
I think it needs to, especially we have snow eight months of the year. <laughs> like we should be on top of this stuff. Okay, as an able-bodied guy, a white guy at that, full of the privileges that come with that, I was curious to see if I have what it takes to get around in winter in a wheelchair. Bean took me outside to give it a whirl and hold on, it's not pretty. Okay, so I'm gonna try to get back in the door. What do you think I should, uh, like what's my strategy here? <laughs> okay, the easiest way would just be to go on the sidewalk. Right, but, but if I'm not on the sidewalk, no. okay. what do I gotta do? When you're pulling, going uphill, lean forward and push. Okay. All right. I see what you're talking about with the uh, parking lot suddenly. Yeah. Go down. Wow. So even just to try to like turn there, yeah. the wheel was sliding. Okay. Oh man. You want to get big pushes so you want to reach for that. That's it. I just feel like so close to flipping backwards. Yep. That's why I say lean forward. There we go. Okay. And now the thing is like I put my I took my hand off and I started twisting. Yep. Okay. Oh, that worked. That was, that's thoughtfully designed. Oh, man. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. So, how did I do? Like, was I? You did good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Was this your first time in a wheelchair? No, I broke my leg when I was in grade seven. Okay. And it was pretty bad, so yeah. I actually had a wheelchair for a little while. Okay. When you're in like grade seven, it's like yeah. fun. It's fun. <laughs> the novelty wears off quite quickly when you're not. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Wow, like just, I think the, the hardest part is just like the, the slope, like going down was actually, I was more freaked out on that because... Yeah. At least I'm in control going up, like I can... This is up to code. That's code. What does it say about the code? Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be updated. Well, it looks like we've come to the end of our walk again. Thanks for listening to WalkCast. This episode has been brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network, which is powered by ATB. To learn more, visit albertapodcastnetwork.com. Talk to you soon.